0: you yes you you may think that talking about and reporting on reality tv you know the housewives all this is silly is frivolous guess what little do you know okay this shit is savage and i know somebody i do who is doing the real work of journalism, the real work by having people, celebrities, reality stars from all walks of life, come on his show, okay? And air stuff out their opinions, whether you love them, whether you worship, have a shrine for them, or despise them and do a voodoo doll on them, okay? And he's not censoring them. Like I said, the real work of a journalist, like Vanity Fair, Washington Post, shitting their pants, okay, at the thought. And you know what? He is back today by popular demand because he's going to be airing out some of the behind the scenes like the shit that goes down in his dms the flack that he gets and he's going to air it all he was telling me a little bit about it yesterday and i was on the edge of my little seat so you are not going to want to miss this. Please welcome back and get your, like I said, they're shitting their pants. So get yours ready. Okay. For the David Yontef of one of my fave podcasts. So successful behind the velvet rope, David, are they ready? Because it is going down today.
1: What an introduction. And we were talking yesterday and you're like, well, how soon could you come on to my podcast? And I'm like, okay, let me move some things around tomorrow and stop by. So here I am. I Drinking my coffee, waking up. It's all good.
0: No, I do not tell a lie. And also our shameless plugs. I'm wearing my cancel me baby podcast merch. You are sipping out of your behind the velvet rope mug. It is a whole goddamn aesthetic.
1: It's all about the merch baby. It's about the merch.
0: David, are you tired from dealing with these people who come at you in your DMs? Like we're going to get into the hows, the whys, the what, but.
1: I feel like if you want to come at me, make a public comment because I will, listen, I'm not going to delete the comments 99%. So just make a public comment. When you come at me in the DMs, you're not even doing it now. Like you don't even have the balls to do it in public. So in what world do you think you're going to come into my DMs, tell me off, and then I'm going to get back to you. And we're going to spend seven hours going back and forth. There's 0% chance. I will just block you.
0: We're going to get into the specifics because like I said, you have controversial people on your show and you're not trying to monitor or censor or fit them into some type of narrative, you know, like every other, you know, platform under the sun that, by the way, I just posted, there's an asteroid coming for earth and I hope the fuck it takes us out because I'm over it. But I imagine that would wear on you a little bit. I mean, you're human.
1: I mean, it's like, in what world, it's kind of like you said in your, in your intro, like in what world is the journalist, which is what I am, that's how I run my show, supposed to have an opinion. Like, so I understand like, if you come onto my platform and you hate the guest, you don't enjoy what the guest is saying, that's welcome. I'm not, I don't like all the guests, but that's not, I will not say that. I will not voice my opinion, but then it's when you come on and I'm sitting there like asking questions, eliciting responses, and letting everyone decide, which is what a journalist should do. Why are you coming at me? I I never stated my opinion on anything. Where's my opinion?
0: I've been on, you know, both sides of it. And that's why I respect you and why you're such a breath of fresh air. Because for real, these outlets, like I joke about the Vanity Fair's, the Vogue's, the Huffington Post, but they will only interview people about things that they want them to say and to talk about. And you're like, let's hear it. Let's, you know, have at it, have a good time. And, you know, that's so rare, sadly.
1: And I just feel like whatever you want to say in the public is fine, but I get all the DMs. There really are, This country really is split. So for everyone out there that wants to put out a narrative that they're liberal and woke and and happy with everything, it is bullshit because people slip into my DMs and they're like, love that guest. And I'm like, why don't you just make a comment? Why can't you say this in public? Like no one just voice your opinion. You're entitled to your opinion, A or B. It's fine.
0: Well, what's interesting, David, is I feel like you almost are going to become a little like philosopher, humanitarian, like you're really getting a view into our culture right now because what you were telling me is how you hear in private, like you're saying in DMs, people on both sides being like, thank you for having this taboo person on or on another side being like, how dare you? It is trash. So that's, what's really interesting. You're getting a scope into like the big picture.
1: I am. It's like a sociological study. I and mean, oh, listen, I, I mean, I just think people are divided down the middle, right? Like there's no one way or another. And I listen, I don't understand where this world has become. I hate you because you don't agree with my opinion. We somehow have gotten, that's the period that is 2020, 2021. How, how do we get here? Like, I am okay. If you have an opinion so different than mine, I still like you. I mean, I take you at face value. We can still have drinks. We can still be friends. We can maybe not be friends, but I am not angry. I'm not bitter. I'm not, I am not interested in changing your opinion. I mean, if you want to have a discussion, I'll tell you why I don't agree with you, but like, why can't we just coexist completely disagreeing on major fundamental life issues? That's how we've existed forever. Why is everyone so angry? I don't have that time to be that angry.
0: No, no. I'm already exhausted. Like aforementioned (laughs) asteroid. Here we go. Bullseye X marks the spot. But with that said, and before we get into the nitty gritty of some specifics, do you, because you do keep a poker face, but are there times where you're low key judging the person and you're just like, really, bitch?
1: Well, I mean, you're taking it all in and listen, there's no, sometimes I'm shocked, but I mean, I usually know what to expect from certain guests, you know, and listen, I mean, they're just guests I like better than others, you know? So even from like an interview point of view, so like, yeah, there's times where you're just like, yeah, like what, like, what are you saying?
0: (laughs) but that's like all reality and celebrity people. Like one of the people that I want to get into is the whole Lala Kent, Demi Lovato thing, just because I think Demi Lovato is on Mars. But I think that goes like, that's so many celebs are on their own planet. And they, I used to experience this on the red carpet and they say stuff and you're truly like, what
1: just came out of your
0: lips? Like what?
1: And then there's other times where someone's talking, you're like, Oh, keep talking. Like, this is good for my, show like just keep talking please
0: there's one who is very controversial you just had her on your show and this is the kind of shit I'm talking about where you deal with your own stuff on the back end and this is going to be a treat for your listeners too because it's rare when they get to hear the behind the scenes but Kelly Dodd So David, walk us through a little bit of why she's so controversial and what went down on your show and why your DMs like exploded into the stratosphere.
1: Oh my God. So, I mean, here's the thing. So I have, it's, you know, it's a five day a week interview show and it's housed in pop culture, but the bottom line is it is, nothing does better on my show than a housewife. So there's no housewife past or present that I do not want to talk to. I've spoken to most of them and I've wanted to speak to Kelly forever because she is a housewife. She's an ex-housewife. She's a pretty major Orange County housewife. And then, I mean, the pleasure of having Rick Leventhal there too. It's like, I love a joint interview. So I'm like, there's no world that exists that I would ever say no to these people. And there's no world that exists that I would not have them back today. And David, just so
0: for people who don't know, Rick is her husband, right?
1: Rick is her husband who worked at Fox. So look, Kelly, last season was an off season for the Orange County Housewives. Anyway, they had just wasn't great. It's hard to film during COVID. You know, Mm -hmm. Kelly had a lot of criticism in the real world for (laughs) COVID practices. I guess like she was flying around on planes in the beginning of COVID the culmination was this hat that she wore which was given to her I mean I'm just giving you the facts now people I have no no dog in this race for me she wore a, a hat that said drunk wives matter in all hell broke loose
0: oh, I remember that because yeah, yeah.
1: like yeah. drunk wives matter you know she's like someone gave it to me I wore it I didn't wear it on the show it was a joke And this isn't even with COVID. Now I'm switching all sorts of political platforms. And, you know, of course, like BLM and there was literally a mass uproar. So anyway, it
0: was disrespectful, obviously goes without saying, right. Disrespectful. I mean, I had an episode early on in this show early, early, early on. And it was talking about Brody Jenner or something, how he's like the underlooked Kardashian Jenner or something. And anyway, the title was something like Jenner Lives Matter. So it's like, you know, come on, take a joke, guys. Take Okay,
1: let me just say in no worlds of mine where I exist and wake up and drink my coffee out of my behind the velvet rope <laughs> mug in the morning, in no world is Brody Jetter the underdog of anything. I mean, have you seen have have you stalked Brody's Instagram lately? It is fine. Oh my God, David!
0: I was, at, I was covering this very, have you heard of, it was this very big thing in LA every single year, the Bootsy Bellows 4th of July bash at Nobu Malibu. It was very exclusive. Nobody got invited and I covered it a couple of times for us weekly. And one of the years I was there, Brody Jenner was the DJ and I don't know how, but somehow in my mind, you know what, everybody go on a journey after this and go back to that episode because I don't know if it was the DJ experience I still to this day don't know what my rationale was for that episode and for that title and for having Brody's back I'm sure it made sense but go ahead and go on that journey
1: I watched the hills new beginnings I'm I'm all I'm all in on Brody Jenner I am all in on Brody Jenner okay aging aging better like every year is getting better for Brody Jenner there you go As far as the physicality of- And Brody Jenner
0: lives still matter. So there you go. What an evergreen concept. Still rings true today. So anyway, okay. So she got flack for this hat. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, not that I'm defending it, I wouldn't wear it, but something it's like self-deprecating, right? It's like housewives, drunk sobs
1: blah, blah. But did she apologize? And here's the thing. Like, and people sometimes say to me, like, you know, blah, 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 blah. As a white man. Listen, I am white. I am gay and Jewish. Like you can say something against gay men. You can say something against Jews, I personally don't get offended. So you can say the most derogatory thing to my face about me or gays or just, I just don't get offended. I will not have a lobotomy. I can't change who I am. So it has nothing to do with I don't understand this cause or that cause or whatever that I'm a white man. It's, I, I don't get offended but you could come at me in my subcategories, but that's not even the point. The point really is it's COVID that people came. Look, I didn't want Kelly and Rick to talk about anything COVID related. I'm not backtracking. I'm not saying, I mean, I would have them on again tomorrow, but I just don't like when the conversation goes to politics or COVID in general. And they talked a lot of anti-mask wearing, which mind you, I have been in California in the OC in the beginning of COVID myself. It is not defending anyone, I'm just saying, they really, even the, in the heart of COVID, I was like, wait, I can come in this little tiny store without a mask. Yeah. Why? O.C.
0: has a different It's vibe different. Sure. It's just yeah, different.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. but I'm not, so all I know is the conversation and Daddy, da- Daddy David on Behind the Velvet Rope trying to steer the bus, like, let's talk about Tamara and Vicky and Housewives and Andy. And then there was more anti-mask talk. Well, what about like Erica Jane and Housewives and, you know, okay, we'll talk about Brody, whatever you want. Like, it's just pop culture. And I was like, oh my God. So there was a lot of anti mass talk. And I am not, it's not, I try to steer the bus, but I'm not one to interject my opinion. I, I won't, I, I, I won't do it on anything. It's just so not, my, give it's a, not my job.
0: To give a behind the scenes flavor. Cause a lot of the times we'll get ambushed before an interview with stay away from this, ask them about this. When it kind of with reality people, it's a little more loosey goosey, which is why it's more fun to talk to them. But did you get any sort of thing from Kelly's people ahead of time, or were they just like raw dog this shit and have a good time? Because clearly she's on this like mask, you know, tirade. She has a type of way of feeling about this it.
1: was this was what you all dream. This is what we dream of. No people. This was we friend. Dream this was like a friend of a friend of like, okay. I put a word in and told them you, you need to do your show and they're doing your show. And listen, they don't like to do a lot of other podcasts. Their feeling is like we have our own podcast now. You know, they agreed, but no, it was like this, whatever I want to talk about. You know, so my job is to ask questions and it's not to, so people go back and listen to the interview. I did not ask one COVID question. I did not ask one, you know, I don't even think I asked the drunk wives and I didn't even ask about the damn hat. Somehow it just came up. I'm happy it came up because that is what got tons of press and she got fined $16,000. That's interesting. I know housewives what did she get that get fined? fined. So she claims, now I know housewives that have gotten fined. Everyone found this so shocking. I can tell you, I personally know housewives. There is I don't I haven't seen a Bravo contract I don't work for Bravo but there is some clause. Mind you, when I say I know Housewives to get fined, I know Housewives to get fined a hundred, three hundred, a thousand, never sixteen thousand dollars. Kelly claims that she was fined sixteen thousand dollars for a lot of behavior particularly what like you get dinged in your contract the, the oh. legality of that and, okay. and could all that I'm staying okay. out of all that but she really she I'm says thinking,
0: like who finds her like the bravo. Hat police like bravo. no okay.
1: it's bravo. like in the contract and I don't oh. know if she really got fined since so she claims I'm just so that was so but that's but it really you know. was the anti-COVID stuff that people got it, got were it. like, yes. how can you, and this is where I tune out. This is where it's like, how could you give a?" This is the stupidest thing. And it's, they say it about everyone. How can you give a platform to someone like this?
0: That's what you get. Well, you know what's interesting? That's
1: where it's like, you're a fucking moron. And now you've lost, Like it's your- now I'm not engaging. Now I'm not going right. to respond to you. You're right. a fucking idiot that does not understand my actual job.
0: Well, you it's like they're holding you accountable. Like how dare you give this person a platform. And again, it goes back to the, what journalism is supposed to be like, take a note to all these traditional outlets had David and housewives, because it's like letting people talk. It's how they talk. It's how they think it's how they feel too bad. If you don't like it, let's hear it. Don't you want to well, know also, what I mean- you want to be in a cave
1: like what is Barbara Walters? I mean, 2020, like we give platforms to rapists and murderers and more rapists. So, I mean, and I will have a murderer on my show tomorrow. I'll have a rapist on the out, please. I would love to talk to every rapist in the world. I'm not supporting rape. I am interested. I, this is my job to get facts and you can hate the person that's, that's, Good, hate them. I'm not saying you should like the person, but my job is to interview the person from an angle of like what's going on. Now, I don't really go into. I mean, I don't really. But Kelly came on as a housewife, and this is where the conversation ended. There was so much hate, and I'm like, I, I, I I wasn't shocked. Like as we talked, I mean, I saw where the interview was going. I like (laughs) you're thinking
0: to yourself, yeah.
1: But I mean, that is my job. My job is to interview people and get facts. And I mean, right, isn't that what 2020 is about? They have like murderers on every week.
0: I mean, we it's funny because people It's are not saying, like,
1: Yay, let's murder people. No, it's no, saying no, like, exactly.
0: Let me go be an axe murderer today It's like right. as fun as this podcast is. But isn't that, you know, people always talk about like, don't be ignorant, don't be this. And it's like, you don't be ignorant. Let's see exactly like the axe murderers, the Charlie Mansons, this person, that person. Don't you want to know that they exist? Okay. So it's interesting right. too, David, though, because the whole con before we get into what happened and the kind of flack that you got. Isn't it interesting because about Bravo finding and stuff because we always talk about this but how they thrive off of controversy good or bad and it's more you know publicity and talk for them so that's kind of interesting because it's only almost like their little form of I guess censorship so to speak but like you know tapping people on the wrist so that's surprising
1: it's all interesting, you know, and like, this is what Kelly says. And like, I don't, you know, and I'm not distancing myself from her. I'm just saying, I'm, I do not know what Bravo's stance is on them finding her and if they agree or what, but I don't know why. So I understand why people, but I mean, there were people that just, there was, I guess, a nurse that kept saying like, you know, I have blood on my hands and I'm responsible for deaths and, I'm like, this is really, you know, like, listen, yeah. So what was the
0: most, if you had to pick out a bite in real time that she said, that was the most like hot rod that you just were like, oh shit. The most polarizing or, you know.
1: I feel there was nothing in particular, but it was, and it was Rick. There was just both of them. It was just all the mask talk of like, we don't really need masks. I'm paraphrasing. I don't right. want to speak for them, but it was just okay. a lot of anti-mask talk, not even anti-vax talk, just anti-mask okay. talk. And I'm like,
0: that's interesting.
1: Uh why are we talking about this? But you let
0: it run, <laughs> but you still let it run.
1: And listen, I feel so that's the thing. There are people that were slipping into my DMs. Like, I'm so glad you gave Kelly a platform And listen, there's a lot of people in this country that are so sick of cancel culture and being told they can't say what they can. Now, here's the thing. You can disagree with Kelly. You can say that is so stupid. People are dying of COVID. It's, and by the way, and again, I'm not taking sides. I don't think Kelly and Rick ever said that they don't believe COVID is real. I don't think they said anything like that. Don't get vaxxed. I just think they said, you know. People are dying that are double vaxed and boosted. That is actually a true fact.
0: Well, I'm I, again. I'm trying- I'm
1: I'm not taking yeah. sides, but there. That's and I really no, no, believe no, that totally. all that they were saying is like you know, is the mask really effective? Which I I there's a lot of people that so. But regardless of that, I was just like I just don't want to talk about this. Is a downer. <laughs> like my shows about housewives, yeah, guys. Yeah. But but there was a lot of people slipped into my DMs that were like thank you for giving Kelly, like what a breath of fresh air. And then a lot of people went further to say, I don't believe in this either or this or that.
0: I know you said a little bit, you know, you're responsible, you're, you know, killing grandmas, this and that, but what is some more of the, you know, other side that you got?
1: Most of it was just like, you know, right. Like you have blood on your hands. You're giving this person a platform. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disgusted. And you know, are these and done then,
0: hard listeners of yours, David, or randos? I
1: about? mean, a lot of the people I didn't recognize that were leaving the comments. Then here's the other thing: there were people that said, "Like I'm out, I'll never listen again," and like that's where I'm like, "Don't threaten me." My, I mean, my response is, "Don't, don't, don't listen. You're going to be upset with another guest tomorrow." I mean, today I have on Joe Francis, the creator of Girls Gone Wild, who banged like eight thousand women probably today. No. <laughs> right today. I mean, really. <laughs> It's a great conversation. He dated Paris Hilton and Kourtney Kardashian. There's no world that exists that I'm not going to have Joe Francis on to listen to like, I mean, him telling me that, and he said Paris Hilton is the craziest woman he's ever dated and here are stories of why. And here's why Kathy Hilton is the devil. I'm like, well, I'd like to hear this. Yeah. I mean, whether I agree or not, I'm interested in what you have to say.
0: Sidebar on that, David, what do you think of people talking, celebrities talking about people, other celebrities that they have had sex with and detailing it. Like John Mayer talking about sex with Jessica Simpson, this man like tacky or no?
1: I don't like it. And that is the thing like Joe too, same thing. So I'm okay with, and by the way, my shows are not at all controversial. Lots of them are happy and rainbows and flowers. But when Joe was on, part of what he did was like kind of slut shame Paris- And that's why I was like, oh, see, again, it's not just Kelly. I was like, it ran, but it ran. It ran. Because listen, there was he had specific stories of Paris Hilton's the craziest girl I ever dated, and here's a specific story of me being in a hotel room with Nikki Hilton and Nicole Richie, and I told Nikki I'm breaking up with Paris right now, and she's going for the door, and Paris was banging, and this is what Joe says, not me, and so I'm like, well, this is interesting. This is on brand for my show. Then he was slut shaming Paris, and I was like, oh, I'm like why? I also
0: feel like, but this- I mean, it's
1: not me saying it, and so it's like, right. I'm, what am I gonna say? Like, you know, where we are. Today in society, I don't think you should be saying these things. And I mean, regardless of society, like this isn't really appropriate for so many reasons. But that's not really my place. It's just like let's. The audience can now hate Joe in this interview, but that's kind of the job. Like, there's no day that I wake up and I say, "I hope you love this guest today." It's more like, and by the way, so the other thing is when people were having these things with me, I'm out. I can't, I'm so outraged. You had Kelly dot on there were people that then did block me. So, okay, like, okay, here's A, B, and C, right? But
0: rolling my eyes. then it's
1: all these people, like, I'm not going to list everything. Guess why? Like, Stassi Schroeder is canceled from Vanderpump Rules and has a patron that she makes money on and her followers are up. So again, I'm not not a proponent of Stassi. I'm just saying numbers don't lie for all the people that said they were going to stop. I mean, my followers went up, my downloads went up. Like that's not the goal, but for every person who's so outraged, who's never going to listen to me again, bullshit, you're full of shit because, and maybe you did, but then 10 times more came. So it's like, I do believe there are people in this country that are just tired of being told what to do. And I'm not telling you how to think, hate Kelly, hate this one. Everyone just have your own opinion. And I do think where COVID is involved, it's a different, it does get more intense because it's a big fucking thing but what mm-hmm. kelly said wasn't so i mean we weren't saying like anti-vax and like just go and like make out with someone when you have like it was wasn't it was very light it was just a lot of anti mass talk and i was like oh why are we doing this
0: it just makes me wonder to the people who are saying to you i'm so disgusted blocking you number one what would not running that or taking it down, accomplish. And number two, I'm getting a little philosophical, but you bring up Stassi and it makes me think, you know, these people hating and doing the canceling and the woke, whatever, it's like they're helping the people that they're going after because to your point, They're becoming more successful. That other guy, that country singer, Morgan Wallen or something, he got canceled again, so to speak, because he got caught on video saying the N-word. I don't listen to his music, but I just saw, David, this man who was crucified has the number one album of the year. Number one album. So again, I'm like, what is that? say, I think it's almost like the people they're going after are becoming the underdogs and people are like rallying in their corner. So if anyone wants not cancel anybody, you're actually just helping them win in the end of the day. So like, what a mind fuck is
1: that? Right. And it's like, when, what is that now? So now it's like, you're trying to cancel me, which I mean, it's it's over. It's, it hasn't worked, but it's like, I didn't even say anything. Like I'm not sitting here saying like the N word and like, like (laughs) I, I am, there's no, there's nothing to cancel me on. I believe the right things in the world, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm just sitting here doing my job and asking questions. And I didn't even ask any of these questions, but it's not even just, it's like, I will never, like someone said, you should take this down. And that's when I was like, I was like in no world will this or any episode of my podcast ever be taken down, you know, unless Apple Mm -hmm. removes it. Or someone removes it and they're polarizing. I'm like, so you're telling me that this guest, which has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments and thousands and tens of gazillion downloads and has sparked such a debate. Well, yeah, this was a great guest. You're you're confirming Mm. that this guest has sparked a conversation and that Mm. is my goal. You can hate these people. But I would have them back tomorrow. Right, like
0: David. What did I do? I mean, no, go on with your bad self, like you and your facial hair that I'm not used to. You and your chest hair that's being. That's because I'm
1: like exhausted and unshowered today. We have Countess Luann. We have Wala. I mean, there's plenty of people that people are like, "Oh my God, fan favorite! I love this person." It's just right. I would never not have a Kelly and Rick on in these controversial guests. But
0: you know what? That's fucking life. You get a little salty, you get a little sweet. Like you can't have everything you want, people. You know, I talked about entitlement in my last episode and it's true, like too bad. You can't always have it your way. Like,
1: well, you know, life it's is like,
0: variety. So too bad, <laughs> deal with it.
1: Yeah, it's like, how do you live the rest of your life? Like life is, I mean, <laughs> no, not exactly. like- there's a million people I have to encounter every five minutes that I can't stand. It's called waking up and being an adult. Like, you know, like that's life, man.
0: David, you're a whole ass vibe. I almost feel like you need to release right. a cologne because I can like smell your vibe from here. And it's, it's called and it's
1: unshowered like, and you know, unslept.
0: I'm, I'm so, guys, you need to watch because I'm telling you, like the chest hair, the don't give a fuck attitude, like it's a whole moment. Okay. Before we get into for the finale, Demi Lovato, because like she is one in the same with an alien, Um, there was another housewife, controversial, someone you had on your show that you were telling me about that you said also sparked a little bit of a tizzy.
1: Well, it was like over a year ago. I'm friends with this person in real life. It's very controversial, but- Kelly and Rick was probably the most hate I've ever gotten, which I expected. I really expected it. But the second closest was Amber Marchese. She's a New Jersey housewife. Okay. Her and her husband had a Twitter exchange way back. I mean, I don't know, maybe 2019 or 18 with Lance Bass and his husband. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I, I mean, when I did the show, I had all the facts in front of me, but basically it was about... Lance and the husband were saying like you're anti-gay because they were implying that Jim and Amber were saying that you are born that you're not born gay or straight like you if you become gay you something you know you you have bad influence you choose
0: you choose right
1: this was a Twitter war that went just completely viral
0: so she just decided to be like you choose to be gay on Twitter, like what? Well, I mean, you, a celebrity right, saying absurd
1: shit? you have to Google it. The details are you go and research, but I've become friends with Amber in real life, regardless of that I had around my show. And that was like, how could you have the, this horrible person who's anti gay? Then it was like, oh, the DMs you are uh, disgusting. You're gay and you turn your back on your own community. You'll do anything for clout. I'm like clout, like what clout and fame? Like what fame? Like, I mean, how is this making me famous? Like it's, I have a show, like, I don't know. And you're disgusting. You know, you're, how could you call yourself a gay man? I don't even know what to say to all of that. I mean, I did my job. I had did somebody you, on the show, like, I don't you know. Did you talk
0: but, about it with her or you just had I, her on?
1: Oh, you did talk I brought about it. it up, yeah. Oh, okay, I was like, okay. I can't and, not bring this up. We eventually, listen, you know- Did it come it to was, a nice
0: conclusion or what was the gist of what was she said?
1: Just like anything, I think when you kind of bring something up with people, you get answers, you know how it is as a journalist. And then you- clarify like I don't really think that clarifies is and then you get one or two more answers and then you're like well now we have to move on like we're you know you don't say this but you're just like we're kind of at a standstill like I don't know if that really answered the question it kind of did
0: like some just like vague thing that really didn't get any clarity was she just like yeah I learned I mean a lot look what, I don't know I,
1: I've talked to Amber because like I've become friends with her off the air like I truly in my heart of hearts don't think that she's like here's the thing if you this is all I'm saying. I'm not taking sides, but I'm just saying I could understand like if someone truly in their mind, they truly believe something. So like, say they truly believe that you are born with a choice, like you're not born gay, that they truly believe that. Now I can tell you as a gay man, that that is not true, but they truly in their minds believe it. You can explain your situation and and why that is wrong, but then if they still don't change their mind, why can't you still move on as two humans? Like, My I think theory. they're wrong. They might think I'm wrong, but they're not malicious. Like that doesn't mean that they're homophobic. Do you see what I'm saying? They believe it. They just believe it. Like, how can you undo someone's i mean they have to come to that at their own see why i'm so good good for cancel me baby it's like i don't so like when you're saying like how can you be friends with amber she's homophobic i don't think so i don't think she's homophobic i mean she might have certain beliefs but that doesn't make her homophobic it just means they're deep-rooted beliefs
0: Okay. Here's an example. Right. So we are the both same Jewish. way you
1: have beliefs on things. Right.
0: So here's an example. We're both Jewish. There's a guy who is very on Instagram who I follow. I like some of his stuff. Don't like some of his stuff, but he said stuff that is sort of and underlying anti-Jewish themes. And I still like him and I still watch his show. And my friend said to me the other day, you can't, no, no, no. Like you can't. And it's that sort of idea. That's like, I don't have to change you or change how you think. It's why, funny enough, I say really controversial shit on my show, but I despise the idea of debating someone and changing their mind. People always say to me, you should debate Candace Owens. You should go on her show because I disagree with her on things. And I would be truly in a puddle of my own sweat because it's that idea of you're saying, it's like, I don't feel like I have to fundamentally change how you think. Like I can still go about my life, go to Trader Joe's, have a good day. And if you're thinking how you think, it's just like, okay, you're in your, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try right. you. It's not my job. So- I mean, isn't
1: that the same? We've all existed with like different religions forever. And like exact, people just have exactly. different- beliefs and like i don't know why does that the fundamental of whether we can now be friends or coexist or i mean that is different than saying like i hate all blank people i mean fill in the blank and let's go you know what i mean it's like it's different
0: that's what I was going to ask you because you've talked about in this episode, in my last episode with you, people and celebrities having what you call teachable moments. So for somebody like Amber, what like, what's the line of like a teachable moment versus like to each their own, have a good day.
1: Well, I mean, it's different. It's like, if you really believe something, then you just explain to someone, well, I disagree. You know, that's maybe different than like a Stassi where it's like, this is what you did. And like, do you understand? Like, You might say you're not racist, but like, do you understand like these actions, why this is offensive to this particular person and why people could see that, you know, so to me, it's more like why it's like that aha moment of like, what have you learned? Like, have you learned why this is possibly racist and so you know what, if someone says, yes, great. I'm going to do it again. I'm racist. Well then. Okay. But then when the person's like, Oh, Oh, like the light bulb goes Mm. on. I'm not saying it's that simple. I'm just saying it's like, okay. Like now we've learned, like you get it. Like you understand why this may not offend you, but like, as like a black woman, this, so it's just like, to me, that's more important than cancel culture.
0: This because is a perfect nothing, segue. That doesn't change anything. This is a perfect segue because we only have a couple minutes left into the finale about maybe somebody changing their mind or growing, so to speak. The whole Demi Lovato, California sober now. You talked to Lala Kent, who is also on Vanderpump Rules, a Bravo reality star, and she talked about Demi in her comments. Demi Lovato has notably been in and out of rehab. She had a very controversial comment. I don't remember when it was a year or two ago saying like, I'm California sober now, which is like weed, the occasional alcohol, people found this offensive. David, what is your experience? And what happened?
1: Well, here's the thing. (laughs) Whenever to and
0: from David, basically. No,
1: well, like whenever someone's (laughs) like, why is this housewife talking about this? Why is this person talking about this? It's like, well, this is why behind the velvet rope is a successful podcast. And we're in the press. It's like, I purposely go and ask certain questions to elicit certain responses. So anytime someone has is sober, I like it's just a question I ask. Yeah. I I have like I have a couple of go-to's. One of them is the general pocket. Mind you, yeah, always Always ask about the K's. When and always, if anyone is even, you know you know the, the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever the hell that is? Oh yeah. It's no, it's the seven degrees of the Kardashians. You ask about the Kardashians anytime you can, if you want to see your name in the press.
0: Yeah, you anyway. I love it. Stop acting like you don't.
1: I mean, we the see the numbers, sweetheart. No. I love a little Kardashians. But by the way, Debbie Lovato has since said that she is no longer California sober. That's what FYI. I mean.
0: Right. She's had this aha moment. So what but happened? But I mean, it's
1: not because of Lala, but you know, just listen, I had the great chat with Lala. It had nothing to do with Debbie Lovato. One of my questions when it came to her sobriety was like, how do you feel about this? And, you know, Lala cut me off and she's like, It's I'm that's so offensive. She's like, I've been in rooms she's sober. Yeah. And she's yes. And she's like, I've been in rooms with people that literally have spent the past 48 hours in literal hell to do anything in their power not to get high. And so it's like it is like so hard. And it's like I just, I mean, I've face to face with people, and it's like, you know, anything you do that alters your state of sobriety, it means you are not sober right
0: I can't even imagine that torture of that addiction by the way like every I single day, literally having cannot having
1: either and, yeah I've heard stories I mean I love them. my I love my alcohol and I'm not addicted and so I get it it's like it's 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 hereditary it's like it's not I mean no shade I give people credit because it's I mean I, like imagine yeah. not being able to do something you really want to do really bad.
0: And just the thought of being like, not to go dark, but the thought of how am I every single moment of every single day? It's literally like a minute by minute. I mean, I've had parallel, not to even compare, but I've had parallel with, you know, bouts of like, you know, a little depression here, there, and anxiety. People will always compare it to, to addiction and say, it's literally a moment by moment thing. So I could see where Lala is like, you know what, bitch?
1: And by the way, Lala is like one of the best interviews. Like she's very real. She gives you real answers. Yeah. So, you know, Lala's not looking for headlines. I mean, I asked a question. She gave me an answer. She wasn't like trying to be cute or funny or she just really was like, oh my God. Right. No, that's not okay. And now, I mean, I keep posting that because it got a lot of press and people are outraged about that. I mean- What about it? I don't know. Lala should shut the fuck up, stay in her own lane. I mean- she is sober. She's a, the right person to ask. I mean, just her opinion. I'm not, she's not God. I'm like, what is your opinion? Right. You know, the media picks something up. And when you read it in print, you're like, oh shit, this is a really harsh quote. It wasn't really like that, but yeah,
0: it's funny how that happens. When you read it, it comes off different. No, it's true. And I wanted to ask you about this because Demi Lovato, you know, I've met her and I've joked about her and she's just someone that fascinates me because she's always, You know again it's like that's how i kind of want to wrap this up it's like taking things celebrities say like do we take it at face value or do we kind of take it with a grain of salt and demi is someone who cracks me up because you know she is or they she recently said that they're a they right they're non-binary and that in and of itself kind of cracks me up because on the surface they wear more makeup they have bought out sephora and ulta and have worn more makeup than anyone i've ever seen but i'm like yet you're a they like it's just express yourself however you want people. I'm just saying it is funny. And I should not have used
1: the female pronouns and referring to Demi because you're right. Let's See that these are the things I forget. You're right.
0: No, it's fine. But it's like, you know, it just, that kind of thing, you know, it cracks me up. So, you know, I just think not because of the binary thing, just this is way before I've interviewed Demi years ago. And I've always said like, she's an alien on her own spaceship. Like doesn't she literally say she has sex with aliens. So either way, a lot of people that because-
1: say that. Yes. About Demi. like, I really don't even know that much about her, about they, excuse me. See, I'm like, I'm losing my mind again, but that's the point of
0: all this. Aren't we all like my next episode I'm shooting it today is how everything's confusing and nothing makes sense. And to tie it up, David, tell us. You know what is the line? Because you interview and you talk to a lot of celebrities, from A list, A list to reality, and it's kind of what we talk about today. Like, what is the line of taking what they say, like really taking it to heart, and also taking it with a grain of salt and just for what it is? Because these people are in their own, you know, world, right?
1: I mean, listen. I feel there are times of very authentic chats with people when I'm having them. And then, you know, you you like leave it on the cutting room floor. It's like, we're not going to be best friends. Like, I'll probably never speak to you again. Just, you know, some people are really like way up there. They're huge celebrities. But I'm like, I really felt like we were in one. But right. Then you're like, this is your job. You're an actor. So like, I don't know. It's all right. It's all just, and that's the other thing. Like a lot of people about Kelly and Rick not to circle back were like, oh my God. And all of a sudden they're doctors. And I'm like, no, like, I don't think you should be taking like advice on COVID from anyone except a doctor. Like I never, yeah. they never say it's just like, yeah. So I mean, same thing with celebrities. Like, do they know it all? I mean, no, I don't think so. It's you know? a
0: perpetual struggle because part of me, it's like, it's fascinating. They're high profile. They're in the public eye and they're human. But then on the other side of it, I'm like, sweetie, sweetheart
1: sweetie, who, who are you? So,
0: you know, it's, well, you know, what's always funny too
1: is like, I think the celebrity life is so fast paced. It just amazes me. Like I even Lala, like I will interview someone. I mean, I interviewed Lala and she was like, and there was, she wasn't lying. She was like, Randall is my man. And I'm like, Oh, this did not age well. So it's like, I just think like with any celebrity or reality star, there's so much going on. So it's so crazy how I don't think anyone's lying. I mean, some people do lie, but like whatever they believe on Monday is like by two, even two weeks, their whole life is just like, I'm getting a divorce. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And it's no shade. It's just like, they're all over the place. Things change every week for them. So whatever you stood by two weeks ago, it's like a whole, and it's not bullshit. They really just are in these different zones
0: i haven't have had it happen within hours i always joke about the time i interviewed ronnie from jersey shore who had a lot of on and off with the baby mama and he i was interviewing him he was doing a whole wedding proposal to her was on one knee had a shrine up like with her hair he was like i love this woman the love of my life the mother of my children literally two hours later it's all over else weekly all over tmz domestic abuse, dispute, police at Ronnie's house. So there you go, people. You know what? It's a whirlwind. Come along for the ride. Like I said, nothing makes sense anyway. David, thank you as usual. Where can everybody find you? I can't wait for your Girls Gone Wild interview. Again, I'm on the edge of my seat. And sorry, when we went over like five minutes, but I was just mesmerized by your chest hair. I I
1: could stay here all day. Are you kidding me? All day. Everyone could listen to, and again, if I've annoyed the hell out of you, you should still listen to my podcast because it's not about me. It's about the guests and I'm getting tea for you. So you should listen to Behind the Velvet Rope. You could listen on Apple, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found, or follow us on Instagram at Behind Velvet Rope. No the just at Behind Velvet Rope. But Behind the Velvet Rope, it's literally a different interview every day. Pop culture, reality, everything above.
0: David, thank you for your journalistic service and all of you woke mainstream media outlets. Yeah, sweetheart, take a note and continue shaking. Thank you, David.
1: Love you.